0: Hey, hey everybody, it's Hilary Marie here from itaponline.com, and welcome to a new episode of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance podcast. And this episode is the last episode of the 2020 year. I can't believe it, you guys. We've made it. We've made it to the end of this crazy year. Now, for those of you who have been longtime followers of the podcast here, you know that New Year's resolutions and vision boards, they're just not really my thing, right? I'm all about goal setting and manifesting, but... I think that the best way to do that is by reflecting back on the year of the past in preparation for the year to come. And a few years back, I came across this beautiful journaling exercise from Tim Ferriss to wrap up the year and allow me the opportunity to kick off the new year fresh now it's not about making drastic wild goals and you know hoping that I can maintain them it's nothing like that. Instead it's about taking the time to really sit down and analyze how you spent your year so that you can make good decisions moving forward. So this exercise has been very eye-opening, enlightening, and empowering for me over the years, and it's one that I look forward to doing each and every year, and I want to tell you guys all about it. So get your favorite pen and journal out because you can do this as well. And so today I will talk you through the process of this journaling exercise. And then I will share with you what I personally loved about 2020, what I plan to leave behind, and my favorite lessons learned as I prepare to shuffle out of 2020 and into 2021. So here is how it works you go ahead and you get out your journal, piece of paper, whatever. I'm a serial journaler. I've got journals on journals. I have journals for my journals. <laughs> I'm one of those people. And you you take that out and you go through your calendar and you look at every single thing that you have done in the last year, and every person that you spoke to and hung out with, every gig that you took, you name it, you're going all the way back through your calendar, through your text messages, your phone calls, whatever it is, and you're really analyzing the year, and you're going to put everything that you have done into two categories, and that is loved it or didn't love it very simple it's either you loved it or you didn't love it if you had to put it on a scale of one to ten you know and if you pretended that seven was not an option because seven is that number out of ten that we give to things when we like we kind of feel bad we're like oh it was a seven out of ten you know wasn't awesome wasn't bad well pretend that seven out of ten doesn't exist and if you give it a one through six you just didn't love it But if you gave it an 8 through 10, then you did. So that's a really good way to decide whether or not it should go on the love it or didn't love it list. So that's the first thing that you do. And you go all the way through. What did I love? What did I not really love? And then from there, you can go through the didn't love it list and you can decide what you're leaving. You could say, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. This does not serve me. It doesn't bring me joy. It's not going to carry me forward. I'm leaving it behind. But there may be some things on there that maybe even though you don't love it, you really need it. You need it for this year, for another year, for whatever reason, however long it is. And so maybe you do need to keep bringing that into the new year, but you can reconsider how you're approaching that specific thing that you just don't love. So at this point we have love it, didn't love it, and now we have our leave it list. And then what I want you to do is go through your love it list and I want you to make sure that you're you know, taking all those things that you loved, those people that you loved hanging out with, talking to, those tap classes that you loved taking, those studios that you loved working at, whatever it is. And I want you to set aside time in your calendar for January for specifically that. Find those people that you loved Zooming and hanging out with and say, hey, do you want to Zoom on January 15th? Put it in your calendar now. You decide how you spend your time. And this gives you an opportunity to see all of the things that you loved so much so that you can make sure that they are finding their way back into your calendar, back into your life for this new year. And then the last and final step, I want you to step back, look at all of all of the lists, everything that you have, the love it, the didn't love it, the leave it. And I want you to really think about what you've learned from this year. And that could be a long list, right? It could be a long list of things that you've learned. And it doesn't have to be something big and prolific. You could just say, you know, I learned that I really don't like commuting. (laughs) It could be something like that. I learned that I really don't like commuting and that every job that I take moving forward must be within uh, a 20-minute driving time from my house or I will not be happy, right? It could be something like that. Or it could be, I learned that this person is really there for me. And they are a super cool friend that I want to hang out with more. Okay. So it doesn't, doesn't have to be the big prolific and profound takeaways. You'll have some of those, no doubt, but you know, there are other things that you will learn about yourself as you do this exercise. All right. So you have love it, didn't love it, leaving it behind, and learned it, all right? And so that's it. That's the whole entire exercise. And the reason that I love this is because it's not about setting big, grand, life-changing goals. You know, it's not about that. It's a very pragmatic and focused way of achieving your goals because you're stepping back and you're looking at the past year with your goals in mind, right? We have goals And you're saying to yourself, you know, what served me or did not serve me? What served my goal? What served my mission, my intention, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve in your world and your life. And you have the opportunity to look back and see what worked, what didn't work, and what changes you could possibly make moving forward. So... That's it, that is the exercise, and now I'm going to go ahead and share with you um, some of my love-its, leave-its, and learned-its. So, my (laughs) love-it, learned-it, leave-it, leave-it, love-it, learn-it, leave-it list is quite long, okay? This is many, many pages, but I'm going to go ahead and share three love-its, three leave-its, and three learned-its of mine with you. So here we go. Let's go through the love it list. So one of the first things that I walked away saying to myself, all right, this was cool. I really love this. And that was the use of technology to connect with people at a time that we really needed it the most. Now, I am someone who tries my hardest to stay as far away from technology as possible because I have absolutely no self-control. I'm just one of those people who Um, you know, I'm 200% at everything. I am am all the way turned up on everything. (laughs) And it works to my benefit, but it also works to my detriment. And for that reason, I really do my best to stay as far away from technology as possible. So I don't have pop-up notifications on my phone. I don't have Facebook on my phone. I don't have Instagram on my phone. In fact, I sleep with my phone outside of the bedroom. And not only is it outside of my bedroom, it is turned off. And when it is actually turned on, it's on silent all day. And I, you know, I use technology as a tool for my day to day. But outside of that, I have always tried my hardest to just keep away from it. And that wasn't really an option this year. It just wasn't possible with COVID, and in the end, I learned how to use technology in a more meaningful way to facilitate a sense of connection and community when we all really needed that. So I am the first person who, when I sit down at a dinner table with people, that phone is getting turned off or put in airplane mode, whatever it is. And let's be real, you don't even need airplane mode. You could just turn that sucker off and I put it in my bag and that's it, right? But the opportunities that we had for those face-to-face, you know, moments to hang out, they just didn't, they didn't exist this year, not the way that they used to. So while I'm still very big on being present in the moment and shutting down that technology and not allowing it to get in the way when you are face-to-face with other people. I found that, you know, I really wanted to embrace video chatting with friends. I was one of those people who never did it. You know, i somebody was like, you know, download Google Duo so we can FaceTime. And I'm like, what? I don't need to FaceTime. We could just talk on the phone. It's fine. What, what? you know, what's wrong with talking on the phone? <laughs> I'm one of those people. And now I'm like, all right, this is cool. I'm into this. You know, I've had some Zoom hangs with some good friends of mine where, you know, we both make a cup of tea, sit down, and just hang out on Zoom, and I am digging it. So that is one of my love-its. Now, a second love it of mine was the opportunity to really dive deeper into the music video process. Now, making music videos is something that I have been doing for a few years now, but I was always on the, you know, performer choreographer side. So I made the dance. I performed the dance in the video, but this year I became a part of the entire process start to finish. I learned how to record and mix that music i learned how to film the video direct the video and edit the video so everything start to finish from from audio to visual filming editing directing choreographing performing the whole entire music video process i learned how to do that and how to do it all on my own start to finish and that's been a beautiful and exciting learning experience for me Um, I made a lot of my own music videos this year. I made a lot of music videos, so many music videos (laughs) for my students, you know, for our groovers at Grooves Unlimited Dance Studio, for my uh, students in Future Step Tap Company. My goodness, I made so many music videos this year, (laughs) but it really was cool. It was cool having an opportunity to learn all of that. I'm not going to say that moving forward, I'm just going to do it all myself, you know, forever. That's not That's not it, Um, but it really opened my eyes to the process of creating a music video, and I think that experience has provided me with the education uh, that I need to be better informed when collaborating with other people. So that was pretty cool. And my next love it list is all things I tap online. There were so many changes this year for iTap online before COVID hit and then of course during COVID. And you know, I started iTap online about 4 years ago, so I had already been operating in this online space for many years. I had a ginormous video library that people could access and It just changed the whole thing changed this year and I'm absolutely in love with this new format. I am very, very involved with ITAP online members by teaching, you know, two Zoom classes a week and doing twice a month chats where we get to hang out and talk all things tap dance but i'm also very involved with them in the inbox you know where they're asking questions and coming to me for just support in their tap dance journey as teachers as students and i'm really really loving this i'm loving all of the changes including a brand new member center a new format it's just so different and i'm digging it i am digging it and I'm really loving that level of involvement, of involvement that came through this year. So those are three of my love it's. Now I am going to share three of my leave-its with you. Here are three items on my leave-it list. Now I know it's easy for us to want to say, I'm leaving COVID behind. That's that's not real, that's not reality, and that's not our choice. That's just what it is. So, you know, as you build out your leave it list, I really want you to think about the things that you have control over, the choices that you get to make. So, one of the items on my leave it list. Is I will be leaving the program, the mastermind group program that I have been doing for the last two years called Evolution, which is a program by Studio Expansion. So for those of you who checked out my um, New Year's podcast episode from last year, I talked to you guys about how much I loved this program and the reason it's on my leave it list is not because I don't love it. I do. It's on my leave it list because it is a two year program and that's it. I'm done. I will be graduating out of it in the new year. I will be doing my final submission for their consideration in January. And then that's that. So it's been two beautiful years of this program that I have worked so, so hard in. I've worked so hard and I have learned so much and I have just brought so much new energy and ideas and everything like that into my studio as a result of my participation in this program. And I tap online as well because a lot of... A lot of the concepts, you know, they do translate over and it's just been great. You know, I'm really walking out very changed or evolved, I guess, is what they would like to say. (laughs) I, I feel like I've evolved in my studio ownership and my leadership and I'm very proud of the work that I've done in these two years. And so this is a beautiful program that I recommend for all dance studio owners. You should check it out. But it will be my time to graduate out of this program and walk away. So I am leaving it behind in this 2020 year. And I'm very much looking forward to what comes next. You know, what I'm going to be able to do with that time, energy, and effort that will now be released as a result of me graduating from this program. So that is one of the items on my leave it list. Another item on my leave it list is the adult program that we have at Grooves Unlimited Dance Studio. Now for years we have been wanting to be what we call a kid zone. All of our programs, our curriculum, our structure, everything that we do has been so catered towards kids and There are dance studios that serve kids and adults. And, you know, for years that was us. But we found that our systems and our program and curriculum, everything that we built, it really served the kids. And we noticed very quickly that serving the adults was very, very different. And it felt like we were running two separate programs under the same studio, or essentially two different studios, and that's really what it was. If you're running a kids program and an adults program at one studio, you are running two entirely different programs. And is it possible to run two different programs under the same building? Absolutely. You absolutely can. But we had been really leaning towards becoming a kids zone for many years. It was something that we had really thought about, and we just were hesitant or the years about making the decision and COVID kind of made it for us and there it is. So for that reason, we are leaving behind the adult program at Grooves Unlimited. However, Most of my adult TAP students, they are shuffling with us here at itaponline.com, and some of them are dropping into my Sunday TAP technique class because that's a high-level TAP technique class that is appropriate for teens or adults. It's mixed. The door is open, and anybody can join. But for our main program at the studio, we are really going to dive deep into this kid zone thing because it's, it's really, you know what we've been wanting to do specifically at the studio for years, but vice versa. I tap online is for the adults. It's really not for kids. You know, I have a few teenage students here and there who have joined the membership, but it's really geared and catered towards adults. And I think it's so beautiful to recognize that kids and adults need and deserve different dance spaces. So that is another thing I will be leaving behind in 2020. And last but not least, what I will be leaving behind in 2020 is something that we have spent a lot of years working on at Grooves Unlimited, and that is the position of a studio manager at my studio. And, you know, for years, we didn't have a studio manager on site. We had a virtual, you know, office manager, and we've gone through every single rendition of this job of this position. It's been virtual. It's been daytime. It's been during studio hours. And what we have learned is that we have the opportunity to function at a very high level as a dance studio at a very high and professional and impressive level by really embracing technology. So that's going to be pretty cool for 2021. My team is really hard at work on that right now. We are dissolving this position of having an on-site studio manager who sits in the lobby and works in the lobby. And instead, what we will be doing is taking this position. And we, we kind of broke it up in a cool way. We're taking you know, 50% of the job, and we're taking a lot of those tasks and giving them to our teachers because they want it. They want the extra work. They want the extra hours. They want that extra responsibility and that level of participation, and that's amazing, so I'm really, really excited for that. And then we're taking another 40% of the job and we're going to systemize it with different technological systems and plugins and apps and things like that. We're really going all in on this technology thing, which is something that we wouldn't have been able to do if it weren't for COVID. We would not have learned the lessons that we have learned. And the other 10% We're just trashing. We're just trashing certain aspects of the job. You know, things that we thought we needed that we didn't. A lot of those are things that we added because we felt, you know, as we were trying to make this potentially a full-time position that we needed to add additional hours. And, um, you know, so... That's it. So 50% is going to the team, 40% is going to technology and 10% of it is getting trashed. And I'm really excited to see what this does. You know, it's, it's going to be something new and it's going to be a very grand experiment for us. But, um, Yeah, we'll be leaving that behind. And you know what it really means? It's leaving behind the idea of what a dance studio is supposed to look like. And we've been very good about this at Grooves Unlimited. We've been very good at... Being forward thinking and asking ourselves why, you know, five times why? Why do we do this? Well, because that's what dance studios are supposed to do. Well, why are dance supposed to, dance studios supposed to do it? Well, because that's dance culture. Well, why is that dance culture? And you hit that point where you you, you know you've asked yourself what two or three whys, and you're like, I don't know because because they said so. Well, because who said so? (laughs) And you just keep going and you realize that you're making decisions that aren't necessarily logical because you're replicating a business model that isn't good or efficient. It's just the one that everyone has always known. So that's really what this um, Leave It lesson is all about. It's about clearing our minds and by our minds I mean mine and my teams cleaning or clearing our minds on what we think a dance studio is supposed to look like because our dance studio can look like whatever we want it to look like. And while we've always done a good job of that at Grooves, we're pushing it even further. And we are just rolling with this thing. So those are my three leave-its that I am sharing with you today. And now I'm gonna go ahead and share with you Three learned it's. All right. Three major lessons learned. Now, I shared a lot of lessons learned this year with you guys um, in episode 65, where I share nine lessons that I learned in quarantine. All right. I know all of us learned so much about ourselves and our perception of the world. Right. Whatever it was in quarantine. That was a huge thing. Four to six months in quarantine is no joke, and we all walked away from that with serious life lessons, and so I share those with you in episode 65, but as I go through my past year review, I want to share um, three lessons learned overall through the entire 2020 year, and one lesson that I definitely learned was the art of the pivot, If there's anything that we all truly learned this year, it was impermanence, that nothing is permanent, that our health, our well-being, our jobs, our money, all of it in just a blink of an eye. So much changed for everyone all around the world. And as these changes happened, we all had choices. And as a dance studio owner, as a touring, performing artist, I had a choice to make. I could sit and wait for this craziness to blow over or I could accept what it was and start making moves, drastic moves, wild and crazy and creative moves, total shots in the dark. And I said yes. I said yes to the challenge and I started pivoting quickly and it really paid off. And um, it's not it's not like me to do things like that. Uh, I am a very strategic planner before I make any move, I really, I think through every single step that needs to be done and taken care of. I do my research. I, I make decisions with heavy research, heavy contemplation. And by the time I've decided to do it, I know exactly every single thing that needs to be done to carry it to success. This is part of how I achieve my goals, how I manifest my successes, but covid didn't work that way. (laughs) COVID did not allow me to function in that way. I had to make decisions quickly with, with no research, with no knowledge, with, with nothing. I had nothing to work off of except my gut and my intuition, which, um, you know, it, it paid off and I went for it. Now I'm not going I'm not going to say this is how I'm going to continue making all my decisions moving forward. No, I I do enjoy that research aspect and that very careful strategic approach. But I did also learn how to trust my gut and move forward and pivot and make decisions quickly. And so that was a huge, huge lesson learned from me. Another lesson that I have learned is the very important value of surrounding yourself with a group of people in life who do what you do at a very high level now this shouldn't be such a surprise for me because i mean this is this is what you do in tap dance right if you want to be a great tap dancer you hang out with great tap dancers and it's the same in everything else and for me having a group of ladies in my studio owner mastermind group to brainstorm with, dream with and problem solve with has been absolutely amazing for me personally, but those effects have trickled their way down to my team and therefore my students as well. And you know, I don't know how I would have made it through COVID without these ladies. There's just I just don't I don't know. I don't know how it would have been possible. But um, I'm very, very thankful for that. But even before COVID, I could just feel, you know, the weight of, maybe the weight isn't the right word. I could feel the importance of this, of these friendships, of that experience of being surrounded by these women who are also very high level, high achieving dance studio owners so that I could speak to them and try new things and bounce ideas and gain clarity on something, you know, something that would have taken me like 10 hours of just ruminating over by myself can take a 30 minute phone call with one of them and you just feel like you're making such good moves in the world, you know, good for your business, good for yourself, good for your team, good for your students, good for your community. And that's just been amazing. So the value of surrounding yourself with a group of people in life who do what you do at a very high level, super important and super awesome. And here we go. Number three is another big lesson learned. And that was how big of a role we play in the lives of other people. And I'm not talking about my ego saying, you know, I'm someone important, you know, I'm important to people. I'm not talking about that. It's not that. I'm talking about the weight and the responsibility that comes with being a mentor in a child's life, like Groover's at our dance studio, or being a positive influence in an adult's life, like with ITAP Online members, or being a small business owner and therefore an employer of artists. During COVID, everyone took their cues from each other. I had to be calm and I had to be strong and positive during COVID for the sake of my students, ITAP online members and team. Because if I wasn't, what would encourage them to push through with positivity? Certainly not the news, certainly not their social media timelines. Where, where were they going to get it? And that's not to say that it wasn't hard, you guys. That's not to say that COVID wasn't hard. I had a Good few shower cries during this pandemic. (laughs) And I ate my fair share of chocolate cake too, you know, but those pity parties were very short lived because I had work to do. And part of that work involved being a strong, positive role model and leader so that I could contribute kindness and positivity At a time when we all really needed it the most. And that was a huge, huge lesson for me to really understand the responsibility of the role that we all play in other people's lives. So there you have it, you guys. Those are three of my love-its, three of my leave-its, and three of my learned-its. I really encourage you guys to go through this journaling exercise on your own. Like I said, it's very eye-opening and it's very empowering because it really shows you what moves to make moving forward it's going to bring you so much clarity in what brings you joy what does not and sometimes you're not going to you're not going to it's not going to be that obvious you know you look back at your calendar and you put it on you know the love it or the didn't love it list and you're looking and you're like man i really don't enjoy that i really do not like that gig i really Don't enjoy my time with that person, whatever it is. And then you realize that you have the decision for how you are going to spend your time moving forward. And that is how you achieve your goals. That is how you manifest your dreams. When you take control over that which you can control, (laughs) let's be very clear here. You're taking control over that which you can control. And while you may not have control over covid you do have control over your calendar. All right, you guys, that is it for today's episode. If you want to share three of your love-its, leave-its, and learned-its with me, I would love that. Um, You can always catch me in the iTap Online community Facebook group. You can comment at the bottom of this episode in the show notes, or you can go ahead and send me an email to contact at iTapOnline.com and just share it with me. Send it my way. I would love to support you in this new year. And I would love to hear what you loved about 2020, what you are leaving behind in 2020, and what you learned in 2020. I am wishing you all the best. I'm wishing you all the best in this brand new year. And I do hope that I will be able to share some shuffles with you very, very soon. Hey there, don't forget to head on over to itaponline.com to gain access to my 10 free tap dance resources. This includes my breakdown of the Shim Sham Shimmy and BS Chorus, progressive warm-up exercises, my Rhythm Tree for Tap Dancers poster that you can print and hang in the studio, and my Rhythm Training for Tap Dancers course that goes along with it. I've got Spotify playlists for tap teachers and so much more. So head on over to itaponline.com and check it out. These resources have been downloaded by over 150,000 tap teachers and tap dancers around the world. They are free and they are completely yours. But... You should know that my best content is available to iTAP Online members. iTAP Online members have access to live weekly Zoom classes and HD quality playbacks of those classes. They also have access to my on-demand courses, including Time Step Tuesday challenges, improvisation and technique exercises, historical choreography, and more. And we do twice a month live chats. Face-to-face on Zoom, we come together and we talk all things tap dance. online members have direct access to me to ask all their tap dance questions. I am here to support you in your tap dance journey with quick and easy access to new knowledge and fresh inspiration so that you can be the best tap teacher that you can be. So head on over to itaponline.com to check it all out. And hopefully we can share shuffles together very soon.